weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. gentlemen welcome back to the show it is the mental mastery alliance podcast you've been here before a few times we're happy to have you back today i want to talk a little bit about you a little bit about me a little bit of my friend natalie we're gonna get some joe rogan we're gonna get into Brittany grinier griner griner i'm probably saying it wrong i haven't paid too much attention to the overt celebrity of this whole thing as I'm sure, she's oh I don't even know, man. Like, it's really hard to sort of even attempt to play the game that they seem to want me to play. Uh, as in, they've got my attention. They've got my, I don't know, energy. Je ne sais quoi. I don't know what it is. I see this and I kind of see like a, a a bigger picture, a it's just a weird story. Like why is this broad? <laughs> he says loosely. Why is this broad in the news? 
Like legitimately, not what did she do? Like when I say why is this broad in the news, I mean, who fucking cares? <laughs> Basically, there are a million, a million people or more incarcerated basically for marijuana. So we've got this story where this broad is in a Russian jail peculiar for marijuana. And all the people are in jail here peculiar for marijuana, which for the most part is, well, it's totally legal in Canada. But she also, I think went first overall in the WNBA and she also is on record as stating, I will never stand for the American National Anthem. So she's been used in narratives before. Now, here's the really weird one. And this this might offend some of you. I highly doubt it. But it might be sound clipped. So I'll say this. If you use any portion of this podcast, you must use it all in its entirety. Thank you for your cooperation. She's a dude. Flat out. I mean, I've seen pictures galore. I've seen the imagery. I understand the 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 subtleties between gender misappropriation, whatever it is. There's this movement, this thing, this strange essence and air and aura around this particular entity, Brittany. I mean, am I? Anyone listening to this that wants to, to tarnish what I have to say or ruin my the message here or the ability to look past it, that's fine. If you hate this, that's fine. I, I hilariously laugh at that. Like, why, why are we listening to things that we don't like to get offended? I'm not sure if it's happening that much anymore. I mean, hilariously, I just posted uh, on Instagram, which I'm, again, obviously drastically shadow banned on, but I just put up on Instagram a post that says, Kind of funny how the country that started in its war because of its war against taxation from the British just hired 87,000 new IRS agents and I got flagged. My account got flagged as false information and it tagged it like within minutes. I was like, what? Missing context? How am I getting tagged on a shadow ban? Right now, like seven people are seeing what we're putting up. Seven people. And I love all of you. All seven of you. You guys are awesome. But I also I also know that the shadow ban will probably be true to form. It'll probably be up early September. And we're going to hit the ground running. I've already got a lot of really cool ideas for what comes next. When I get my traction back and when people can start seeing our shit again. Very entertaining. Back to Brittany. This woman... Man, woman, whatever it is, has been circling the ethos of what's going on for so, so long. Why would she be a a proponent to kneeling? And then why would she inadvertently forget marijuana? And then why would they give her nine years? And then why is this all over the news? Literally, why has this gotten five minutes of airtime on my show? Because it's a current event. And when you really, truly get to the bottom of quote unquote current events, you get to see that we only are allowed to see the narrative that they want to create. So here's more to that narrative. The government's talking about prisoner swaps. Who and why 
would this broad or dude <laughs> be subject to the very first public prisoner swap? They've made us aware that it's a potential possibility that Britney's going to get swapped out for... Man, we got guys that, that let out information. We got we got the Snows, the Snowdens, and all these guys who are also part of the narrative, the, the, the controlled opposition part of the narrative, which I know will piss off a few people that I've said that. But I'm telling you, every single thing that has everything that's been allowed for us to see is dedicated to our narrative. It messes with us. Oh, boy. Get the tinfoil hat up for this one. I'm going to put the long intro on here. You're going to get the aggressive one because I'm going, I'm hard in the bait. Let me read you what Joe Rogan wrote about Brittany. And I thought this was good. I quite liked it. Joe Rogan, I've been so torn on. He's like this guy that like, he spits truth, truth sandwiches. It's like truth, truth story narrative. I don't know how to take it. I really don't know what to make of it. I mean, and I'm not going to make anything of it. I'm just going to. If he says something that resonates, I'm going to take, I'm going to pick and choose because I know, like I said, there's just so much out there that's absurd. It's naturally absurd. So Joe Rogan quotes, or I, oh, Joe Rogan says, and I quote, she, Griner, Griner, Grinier, had already been over there for months. But here's what's important. People are freaking out about this, right? They're freaking out. Russia needs to let her go. We have people in America right now locked up for marijuana. And they've been locked up for fucking years. For years and years and years and years and years. There's not one. There's thousands of them. So what? They're not good at throwing a basketball into a net. Is this what it is? They're not good at that one thing that we like to watch. So fuck those people. They don't get out. They don't get out of prison because they can't throw a basketball. The real question here isn't why is she in jail? The real question here is why is she in the news? And that's me talking towards the end of that. I mean, I should have stated that the Joe Rogan statement was over. But I found it fascinating. There's so many things about this broad that are demanding that we pay attention to her. I don't really care. So it's like, do you care? Maybe. Why do we care? I don't know. Do you want to get angry at the things that I said? I don't know. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I look at this stuff and I ask these questions and all this information has just been handed to me. It's, it's free use, free fun. You can find it anywhere. You look her up and then you ask yourself, why do I care? What's the purpose of them saying these things to me? And it goes even further down, you know, further, 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 because we could really get into how the they, and I've said this before, and I'll probably say it again. I'll probably do an entire episode on it. But the they that we've referred to, and there's so many times, and you've even seen it in the ethos. They're like, well, at some point, you're going to have to uh, speak on who they are. Who is this they you keep referring to? Who are them? Who are them? I think, and this is just my most humble opinion, I think the they that we keep referring to is actually AI. I think it's artificial intelligence. 
And I don't think it's like the artificial intelligence that we've been programmed to believe it to be. I think that <laughs> I think that it's possible that there is so much that's gone on that we are allowed to and not allowed to know. And so much that's so intricate about so many things that creates a certain narrative in anyone that's listening to this. You group, you get grouped in. You get grouped in on the show. Next, the next episode. I didn't. I don't know when it's gonna air. I was thinking it's gonna. We might do Thursday. I don't. I don't know. I mean, we've been kind of all over the place. This this week was askew. The dog days of summer. It's um. I tried to do it systematically, but I, we really flubbed this one. So I think we're just gonna. This is probably just gonna be the episode for the week, and then next week we'll get back to some sort of proper schedule. Your regularly scheduled programming. Um, <laughs> is that offensive? Did I appropriate the Scottish accent? Uh, am I a pile of crap? The idea that humanity is supposed to fight each other is, I think it's a game. I think that once we realize it and like once we, once we remove sexism, racism, classism, once you remove all these isms, the people that want to hate don't really have much to stand on. But I think just like in the matrix, they talk about people being so inept, uh, so heavily dependent on the program that you can't unplug them. I think that that's the truth. I think that there's a lot of times in life where if you're truly starting to open your mind and free yourself from the programming and the thought processes that you're supposed to have, you're going to see a lot of weird shit. And if you can start asking your questions about that weird shit, asking yourself the questions about that weird shit, you're going to get some <laughs> weirder answers. Because remember, absolutely everything that we have to go on and everything that we have to extrapolate and everything that we have to use against the system that we're trying to debunk right now, all of it comes from the system. Therefore, every aspect of the game that we're trying to quote-unquote free our minds from is the game. It's just another layer. It's another. It's a deeper layer into the game. It's another, it's another level. So there's no freedom. There's just stuff. Some people are dead asleep. Some people are wide awake. Some people are in the middle. But even when you're completely wide awake, you're staring at the game. But it's, it's an, it becomes another version of the game. There's no, you don't break out of it and stand above the board and go, oh, look, I figured it all out. And now you're just floating in infinite nothingness. No, where you're floating is the next layer. You got to figure out what that's all about. <laughs> Sorry, but honestly, that's kind of fun. You know, the, my the mystery never ends. And that's really cool. Even in death, the mystery doesn't end because where do you go? What do you do? Where do you go when you dream? I don't know. There's so much out there. There's so many fun things that we can figure out now. It's cool. Now, back to Brittany. When you can think past Brittany in the whole scenario, you find yourself in a spot where you're like, fuck, okay, so now I get it. Now I kind of see this narrative. And you can tie this narrative into other narratives. Why, on the, why, on the, <laughs> why in the blue hell? was Kesha randomly out in a skin-tight dress that was completely revealing. Like, see-through. And she's out in public. And the images of her made it into the Google news feeds. In other words, they weren't blurred out. They weren't anything. They weren't offensive. It was just her completely see-through in a dress somewhere. While all this narrative of men are going around. Women are men. And that sort of thing. Now, again, there's this whole thing where this, this sex, sexual inversion thing is all part of another narrative and this is where it gets weird for me these aren't the things that i talk about um 
too often, but it's certainly stuff that I think about. Uh, it doesn't really have any bearing to the day. Like the game, once you sort of have the knowledge, once you have the ability to sort of dick around with your own personal knowledge, there's so much that you can do. Like your life has to continue on. You know, you still have to figure things out. You still have to eat your food and you still have to do this, that, and the other thing. But you do it differently. A friend of mine said, is it weird that I want to read the 48 Laws of Power now? And I said, well, no, not really. I said, before it just seemed evil and dark and twisted. But before you believed that you were in a game that you could lose, i.e. the the game of life that was beating us all down. Now you understand that you can't lose anything. There's nothing to lose, right? And there's everything to gain. So you're in a winning proposition. As weird as everything is and as dark as everything may seem right now, it only exists that way so that you can get past it. And once you get past it, once you get past the darkness, the light really does come in. The joie de vivre comes in. There's a lot that you can do. You can see things. You can be happy. Like there's so much out there that we haven't even focused on because we're focusing on the darkness. Now you will focus on the darkness because pain is your number one teacher. And inside the darkness is pain. You feel enough pain, you snap out of it. And that goes for every single person that's sitting here listening to the show right now. If you're feeling pain, everything around us has taught us to get rid of the pain. Oh, you're having a bad day? Get drunk. You got a sore knee? Take a, an ibuprofen. You got this? Take that. You need something stronger? Take that. You got depression? Take this. You miss a loved one? Well, we got drugs for that too. If you, if, if, if you have like a mother or a father or a sibling or a child that dies... Nine out of 10 doctors will tell you that you need to get over it. Or they'll try to tell you that you're not supposed to feel this pain. The greatest teacher in the entire world is pain. The greatest pain often comes from loss. Or hitting your thumb with a hammer while you're trying to nail something. Or stubbing your baby toe. Breaking your baby toe. We learn where the corners are. Emotional pain is different. Emotional pain cuts through the essence of your ether. So when you find yourself in a situation that doctors give you a timeline, you're like, you know, you really shouldn't be in the kind of pain that you're in or don't you think you should get over it or are you still this? Are you still that? That's mindfuckery. And it's intentional. It's intentional mindfuckery. So you got to ask yourself, am I going to sit with this pain? Am I going to feel this pain? Because eventually the pain will pass. Eventually we will learn the lessons we're supposed to learn. Eventually we will become who we're supposed to become. And when we do that, once you become that person, you utilize that person to become the next version of yourself. So this growth is continuous. It's not like there's a place that we go and we're done. You continue to grow or you talk shit about other people, basically. that's Those are like the two options when it comes to people. Personal progression and personal development and personal growth and personal aspirations or shitting on everyone around you. <laughs> And we both know both versions of both people. I should say we all know. But we both know as well, whoever both of us are. (laughs) I have a friend jumping topics now. And if you guys want me to elaborate more on Brittany, I will. But at the end of the day, I don't want to. I don't care. I just know that she's this narrative and she checks off a bunch of peculiar boxes. I'm not going to give her the time of day in any real facet or any real uber research. I'm just going to say, I'm aware of this broad. I'm aware that she checks off weird and peculiar boxes. And I'm aware that she is contributing to a narrative push. 
What that's all about, I don't know. I don't, obviously, I don't have a blueprint for the end result. But it's weird. <laughs> now, I want to touch on something else. I have a friend, Natalie, out of Ottawa. You're probably listening to the show right now, Natalie. And if you are, hello. Thank you for reaching out. <laughs> Haven't talked to you in, you know, if I think about it, what is it, 2022 now? Last time you and I hung out was probably in the 90s. I think that's the truth. I think we would have been young, little teeny boppas, 18, 19, 20. So like 1998, 99. <laughs> that's crazy. Eh? So I haven't seen you in 22 years. So I got this message. And it says, hi. And I assume that you're going to put that enthusiasm into it. Hi. <laughs> she goes on to say, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, by the way, I'm having fun today. Today's a good day. Today is... I don't even know. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. So this episode might go up Tuesday. It'll probably go up Wednesday simply because um, in keeping with the algorithm, I kind of want to keep a date up. Uh, and we're not going to get two episodes up this week. It's just not going to work. <laughs> and it's not going to be there. So I'm having fun on this episode. I'm doing voices. I don't know if you guys caught on to that. Uh, but our audience is growing. And so again, I'm going to say again, thank you guys for sharing our message, sharing our podcast and telling your friends about us. I think we like to have a little bit of fun over here. I think we sound good. I think we're funny-ish sometimes. I think we talk about poignant shit. We have coming up on the show, uh, Jason Kristoff. My God, this guy's a legend. Uh, I was so stoked that, you know, when he finally agreed to come on the show. So he's going to be on the show. Um, I can only assume that it's going to be the best show in the world. Uh, and you guys are really going to want to check that one out. So keep an eye out for Jason Kristoff when he's on the show. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's get back to Natalie's letter. She says, I'll start over because I got on a bit of a tangent there. So let me start over. She says, hi, which is basically about as far as I got the first time. And, and I'm still going to assume she put that emphasis in that, that enthusiasm into the message. But then again, I could be wrong. I'm turning to you, she says, because I feel like you'd understand and I need guidance, I guess. Um, you might have seen that my youngest, her child, had a very bad seizure last week, and it almost killed him. And I did see that, actually. I actually co <coughs> commented on it. A week prior, he had gone to the MMR. Uh, he got the MMR vaccine, uh, and despite... Oh, see, I said vaccine. Jeez, that's going to put me on the... I'm going to get the, the flag now. Had gotten the MMR vaccine, and despite all the research over uh, done on the vaccine, uh, and clearly written in black and white could cause seizures in low palate. He was throwing up blood. The doctors would not listen to me, denying it could ever be the vaccine. Nope, 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 they said. He was just sick. And this was a reaction to that. She says, she goes on to say, I'm so mad and I feel so betrayed. And now I'm questioning everything. I feel like I can't talk to anybody because everyone just looks at me like I'm an anti-vaxxer. I'm doing air quotes with my fingers. And stop talking about it. They just, they just stop talking about it right away. So she's like, what the fuck? She goes on to say, I'm telling the truth. Even my own doctor wrote me expressing his sympathy and saying he didn't believe it to be normal fertile seizures, but a reaction to the vaccine. I took a screenshot so I could even, uh, what did she say? So uh, I took a screenshot. Should I ever need to go back to it? Smiley face. Anyway, 
I don't know what my question is. <laughs> I guess, where do I go from here? She feels woke. And it never felt so lonely, she says. I guess. I know you said you had a podcast. Oh, I guess I can stop reading them. Yeah, I did have a podcast. You're listening to the podcast right now. And because of your lesson, your, your letter, you made the podcast. So I'm reading this. And of course I replied to her. But it is weird. It's peculiar when 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 you go from when you go from and, and I'll put this. When at one point I was the crazy person and you had to bear witness to me being crazy. To you living through a true story, a true to self story, and I equate this back to the truckers as well in Ottawa. So many people reached out to me after watching the news. And then looking out their own window, legitimately staring out their own window. Sorry if you guys just heard a smack there. Um, two different things. They're talking about doom and gloom and terror for the truckers. And then they look out their window and they see bouncy castles and free food and cookouts and everybody getting along. And everybody doing what they can to, to, to create some sort of awareness and freedom. Back to Natalie here and the COVID. Man, nobody knows what's going on with her kid. Um, but there are some things that are ironic and some things that are uncanny and some things that are too timely not to be suspicious and or mysterious. So Natalie, I say to you, there are places that you can reach out to. There are things that you can do for sure. Um, there are a lot of people, especially everyone listening to the show that has a story that, that can relate to a story that can tell you a story that can show you that you're not crazy. That can even point you in a, in, in a direction of things to, to look for. Uh, feel free to ask anybody on the podcast or on the on the Instagram if you are following Natalie. Jump over to Instagram.com forward slash the Mental Mastery Alliance. If you comment on any of those posts, people will get back to you. People like to engage that stuff, you know. Um, you're not alone. It sounds weird and it feels lonely at first, but you're breaking out of certain things. And your friends, Especially if they've been, you know, 100% pro-vax, pro-this, pro-that, pro-everything. You know, when you're breaking into that, it's weird. It's very weird. Some people come with you and some do not. It's weird. There's no other way to put it. But where you go from here is into a land where you get to make better choices, healthier choices. You get to choose your food differently. Like, it literally comes down to absolutely everything. It's not just the vaccines. The vaccines is like the, the all-star. It's like it's like the whole world is a giant wrestling arena and and the vaccines were Hulk Hogan. They drew they drew the crowd, but you know, everything else is the ultimate warrior and I like doing references. And Andre the Giant and Coco Beware and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. You guys out there, think of a few for me. Yeah, you got them in your heads. I can't hear them, but that was a fun game. So the vaccines are just going to wake people up. You know, and and it's going to get weirder. It's going to get weirder. That's for sure. I don't really know where we're going to go from here or how it's going to play out. I really don't know. There's nothing I can really say or do that would, I don't know, bring solace to it, but it's fucked up and it's going to get weirder. In other words, we're going to, when I say it's going to get weirder, it just means that we're going to see more and more. You, the perceiver, anyone that's perceiving what's going on in the world is going to perceive more. They're going to see more. They're going to tie more together. They're going to, Go back and look at things in the past, and they're going to see just how deep this has run. This whole thing, like, and I'm telling you, like, this narrative, this fear, this dividing humans on every level is a, is a narrative. We're not supposed to fight. 
if you remove all adversity and if you understand that all adversity was created by those telling the message, the game changes. Once you realize that television, the name tell a vision exists because somebody somewhere decided that they wanted to create something that would tell a vision, not the reality, but they would be able to tell a vision. I mean, there's so much truth and so many things that are just already out there. It was the invention. It was the intention. And then marketability. If you just took it freely, you would understand. But if you had to work for it and earn it and get a big TV and a bigger TV and there was scarcity involved, oh my God, it's all manipulation. It's all a tactic. It's all a ploy. And it's fascinating. And why am I talking about this on a motivational podcast where it's like business motivation? How do I get ahead in life? How do I grow my audience? How do I get bigger and better and faster and stronger and more? simple every single thing that we've ever been taught about who we are where we are and what we're doing is a lie once we understand and once we comprehend that we can move forward without depression without anxiety without fear without operating out of scarcity and totally operating in abundance the game itself changes i'm telling you tangibly your physical surroundings change when you make these decisions You can call it a conspiracy all you want, but when physical things around you change, when your credit rating goes up, when banks are offering you money, when when clients and customers are coming to you because of your integrity, because of your understanding, because of your comprehension, because of how you move inside the ether, which is where we all are. There is an invisible energy all around us, much like we are very well aware that fish are currently swimming in water. There is something somewhere very well aware that you and I are currently navigating through the ether. And when you can get that to work for you, your entire life fundamentally changes. And this is why that is important. This podcast, this message, this energy, this essence, this shit that I'm putting out is me swimming, doing the backstroke in the ether, being aware, raising my vibrations, changing the things that I need to change about myself. Step by step, inch by inch, piece by piece, day by day, year by year, month by month, decade by decade. I did a few of them backwards there. I now have the opportunity to get better. 36 years old, 2016 was a jump off for me. I was slowly aware from 2001. 15 years later, I had been getting more and more gradually aware until there was a break, until I quit alcohol. And everything else changed. People are ready to do that. People aren't ready to do that. I'm not even saying it's it's the solution. It's not the solution. There's so much more that comes. It's just the next step. Quitting alcohol. Cigarettes, drugs, all that shit. Now I'm at the stage of the game where I've done the fitness. I've, I've spent the past five years working on fitness, working on mindset, working on food and that sort of thing. Because if I change the fuel that's going into my body, everything else changes. The energy, the the essence, I can give more, I can be more, I can create more. And as much as I love to say I'm doing this for you guys, and I am, I love the feedback, I love talking to you guys, I love connecting. I'm doing it for me. Because <laughs> even when we're living in scarcity and, the, and fully in the third dimension, we're taught that if you do something for somebody else, like if you do anything for yourself, that's selfish. And selfish is terrible. But the truth of the matter is, selfish is the most important thing that you could ever possibly be. Because if you take care of yourself first, then there's that much more of you to take care of everybody else around you, everybody you love. And if everybody around them was taking care of themselves first, I mean, spiritually, physically, whatever, 
then everybody around them would also be benefiting from them taking care of themselves. So if I take care of myself so much so that I can now give more to you and you're taking care of yourself so much so that so much more that you can give more to everybody else, then the whole world is giving themselves the energy that they're trying to take from other people because we've been tricked into trying to take. Now society will say fun things like, well, the older generation can't take care of themselves. Of course they can. They hold themselves inside their own mind and they do the beautiful things that they do. And then what have you done to help them? You've worked on yourself first. And in doing so, you now have the ability to give them more. So you can help more people do more things and more people can help more people do more things. So everybody gets covered. It takes one man hours and hours and hours to clean up an entire beach. It takes every person on that beach to pick up the one or to not throw something down. Right? And if there's one or two people on the beach that don't have the ability to not throw something down, there will be 20 or 30 people around that one or two people that will have no problem picking up that one or two things. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, society is not meant to fight each other. But those who manipulate society have created a world where we are at war with each other. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's an important one, but I'm glad we got it out there. So Natalie, I hope you get, I hope your kid's okay, man. Um, and I know that, you know, moving forward, there's a certain stage and date and age and all this sort of stuff, the time, the changes, all this sort of things. The purpose of what you're going through is awareness and raising awareness for you. And I hope that you've done that and I hope that you're doing well. To everybody else that's out there being a piece of shit to somebody else, don't. Just stop doing it. To everyone that's being a victim of being a piece of shit, buy somebody else, walk away. Take your power back. To everybody that's listening to this show, thank you very much. We've made a few changes to the website. Feel free to check it out. To every one of you that's not listening to this show, you're not even going to hear this message, so whatever. But I love you guys. I love this message. I love this group. I love this connection. I love that we're growing. I love this network. I love that I want to be better. I want to be a better version of me. I want to be better at everything that I do so that I can be better for you and so that I can help you and so that I can figure out a way to help absolutely everybody, no matter any capacity. If they need help and they want to come to me, I want to be able to help. And if you guys want to help me, just keep listening. Share the message. If you like what I'm saying, tell everybody. If you don't like what I'm saying, tell me. If you think I'm an asshole and I'm completely at a left field, come on the show. I would love to get on the show with somebody or have somebody come on the show that disagrees with me on absolutely everything. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> I wouldn't really be fighting them. They'd be filled with passion. I'd just be filled with indifference. It's so funny when people call you a conspiracy theorist, eh? They call you this and they say these terrible things and they call you these names and they don't even realize that at one point in your life you were just like them. You thought like them. And you have had the ability to think past the way they are thinking. Yet they're still utilizing their old brain to say that you're foolish for getting free from the system. So if you're out there and you're stepping on things and you're moving forward and you're, and you're taking action and in life into your own hands, good for you. Do not go quietly into that dark night. Help those that you can help, and, but don't also don't, don't feel like you need to teach and help everybody. It's not on you. It's on you 
to create the version of you that you need to be to get you to where you're going so that you can go from there to the next version of your life. People will come with you. People will leave you. You'll meet new people. Life is forever growing, forever expanding, and forever awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.